1: What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What? Ah, what ah, are we going to survive? What? Right, right. I mean, we're not going to be able to make it. Why? Science is retiring. I mean, if we don't have science, what will we have? Science is
0: leaving. Don't let the door hit you on your little ass, you old uh, troll. But but, but we won't <laughs> have science around anymore. He is science
1: incarnate. Ah, that's what he said. Little jerk. He said, if you're questioning me, you're questioning science because
0: I am. Science. He's an unpleasant munchkin. Science science hey, hey. he blinded us with, with science. science um
1: let's see here uh we can uh we can thank him for contact tracing which didn't work we <laughs> right. can thank him for economic shutdowns and and schools being closed which uh ruined uh, children we can thank him for the uh ridiculing the efforts uh to focus protective efforts on uh really the vulnerable the elderly the immunocompromised right. right instead of uh you know everybody everybody Uh, We can thank him for mocking people who recovered from COVID, who said, I have immunity now. And he said, No, you don't. We can thank him for the whole mask debacle.
0: Well, and he, you know, and I always bring up, he was one of the first people that said at the very beginning, the masks don't work. It's about touching your face and touching other stuff. Right. He was other, and then that just went away, man. Mm-hmm. That yeah. just went away. Yep, yeah. little yeah. jerk. He, A little he really did. I mean, he got all into the whole put. Po- politics of it. I still think that it all emanates from him, this whole gain-of-function research and the Chinese and all that crap. We're
1: going to talk about that. Let's, yeah. let's
0: get into that a little bit yeah. because
1: uh, Rand Paul and John Kennedy said yesterday unless the man runs to another country and seeks political asylum, he's going to stand before Congress.
0: Well, that's why I think he's going to run to another country that's and seek exactly political what he's asylum. That's why he's
1: retiring in December. Yes, because the Republicans take over in January and when the Republicans take over in January they're going to find out about COVID-19, the Wuhan lab, gain-of-function, right. Anthony Fauci. Yes, they are. They're going to trace it right back to him and his funding of it. He was the guy also, and I dug this up, it wasn't that long ago. First of all, in late July, he was still barking about how we need to continue to mask up. The late July of this year. This <laughs> is know, But he was the one who was just saying months ago, You know, the vaccines were not overly effective in keeping you from getting the virus. They may have helped your symptoms. No. And I'm thinking, you little crap. (laughs) You
0: little crap. (laughs) Well, I can't say the real word. Well, we know what you're thinking because yeah, we're right. all thinking the same damn you know thing. Crap! I just want to slap you. <laughs> I, I think he, I think he's guilty of crimes against humanity. Myself, he is guilty. I, you know, I believe the same thing, man. I think he helped the Chinese discover mm-hmm. or work on this gain-of-function stuff while basically laundering the money from uh, the American taxpayer to fund this stuff. Through this other uh, organization that. Uh, National or, Institute of Health. Well, that, and there was another, there was some yeah. other uh, in- right. uh, institute, I can't remember the name, name right. of it now, that the money went through them and then they gave it to the Wuhan Lab. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. So you couldn't okay. trace it back. You
0: couldn't trace it back to little Fauci, mm-hmm. little Lord Fauci. I'm looking for so it,
1: can't find it. But anyway, yeah. Uh you know, the whole thing it was just a mess from the very beginning, and it didn't have to be. Had he come out at the very beginning of this thing and said, well, you know, we screwed up. We were trying to make things better by doing some gain-of-function research to see if we could figure this out and blah, 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 blah. People are pretty forgiving. The American people are pretty forgiving, but he didn't do that. He tried. The worst part of all this was he did the cover-up, right? He well, got involved yeah. in this gigantic cover-up. No, telling Rand Paul, we have not been funding gain-of-function research. We've never funded gain And knowing all along, Rand Paul had him
0: red-handed. Yeah. Look, I, I, I personally think it's even more nefarious than that. I do, too. I, I think the, Trump was rattling the cage of China. Uh, Fauci uh, hated Trump, like a lot of bureaucrats inside the Beltway. And I think he worked with the Chinese to purposefully unleash this on the world to to essentially ruin Donald Trump's success record. You know what? And And to break up this business with China and the tariff war and all that stuff.
1: He was not only rattling the cage of China and getting in China's business, but he was in the swamp. Oh, yeah. And if anybody represents the swamp, it's Anthony Fauci. Oh, God, yeah. He's been there forever. His gravy train, he could see flashing before his eyes, his gravy train that made him (laughs) $10.4 million, which he had hidden away, by the way. Right. Off the books, $10.4 million. That gravy train going away. Remember highest-paid government employee. He makes more money than the president of the United States makes. He's the highest-paid government employee.
0: He is.
1: So, uh, and and also, you know, with Trump going after the the deep state and going after the swamp and him wanting to cover that up and protect that and China wanting to protect their interests, it was also in trying to build the World Health Organization, which Tedros said yesterday, we need a bigger and stronger and more powerful WHO World Health Organization. Yeah, right. That can set policy
0: in countries all over the planet. No. Issue edicts from their centralized location. It's all part of the big, re- the great reset, man, and you know it. That's it. No, nah, nah, he's a criminal. It, I think he's a criminal.
1: And they needed a pandemic so that the World but Health <laughs> <laughs> Organization could wrap, assert
0: themselves. Wrap your mind around that. They were willing to let people die, to un- purposefully infect people. That's what we think, allegedly. But uh, if this is true, they purposefully infected people. Because China sent people. China was locking down, and they were putting people on planes to New York. They've been locked remember. down until
1: just a little while ago. They still They, but they were down. putting yeah. people
0: on planes in New yes, York. Sure. Now, why would yes, they sir. have been doing that? Right. So I, I, you know, these are sick people, and uh, I, I, I want to see them in jail. You made me think of something right there. Uh, when they said that,
1: when when China, when China was sending people on those airplanes. Donald Trump said at the time we need to shut down everything, shut down the borders, shut down the airplanes, do not let anybody from China or anybody who's had any contact with them come in the country. And what did Fauci and uh, Biden and all of the Obama, they all called him a xenophobe, (laughs) you're a racist, called Donald Trump all those names. They wanted the border to stay open.
0: They They wanted those airplanes flying. To his credit, he did shut it down. He did. Between Europe and China. A couple of weeks later. He did, yeah but he was a racist they, for doing that. That's right. They, they, he was a racist for calling it the China virus. He still is. If yeah. you call it that, you're a racist. Man. China virus, China virus,
1: China virus, so, China virus. So science is, science is leaving in December. I don't know what we're going to do as a country. Science. I don't know what we're going to do in a world without science. How, how do we survive
0: without science? Well, bye. <laughs> that's how I look at it. See no, ya. no, don't let him go. You know, he, he is. He's going to run, man. He is going to run like a little rabbit to some other country. Probably when he, re- when he gets when he retires in December. Reject
1: his passport.
0: Reje- keep Pull him his here, passport. Man. Keep him here. Pull it. You know. In fact, charge him with something before December Just so he can't take don't, off. Don't
1: let him get out of here
0: because you said it. He's going he's gonna to take off, yeah, man. He's
1: going to go s- seek asylum somewhere where we can. You know, because he's got some, uh, I don't know, vacation home somewhere. I'm going to go live at
0: my vacation home.
1: And you vacation know, I've been yeah.
0: engaged in science for so long. I figure it was time for a little right. Fauci time.
1: Well, what he said was, what's next? So he's probably going to go to, some, you know, I'm going off to uh, some foreign, you know, I'm going to Thailand to
0: help with the diseases <laughs> in Thailand. There's a lot of diseases in Thailand. There's all, you know, he's got to go to some <laughs> place that's got a non-extradition <laughs> right. policy is where he's going to go do his next chapter of his career. Go to Russia. There you go. That's where he belongs. (laughs) Little squirt. I can't stand him. Little squirt. He's a little squirt as opposed to a big squirt. (laughs) He's a big something else, which I can't say. (laughs) He's a little little crap. I want him charged with crimes against humanity. Well,
1: we're gonna we're gonna wait and see uh, what they do. Meanwhile, on uh, sort of that same kind of front, it was announced yesterday Barack Obama is going to be hosting at Martha's Vineyard a fundraiser for Eric Holder's army of election workers. Oh, I saw his army of election workers. Hmm. That's uh, called the How to Cheat Weekend. <laughs> People,
0: how are we gonna cheat this thing? <laughs> the How to Cheat Weekend. <laughs> they're on the march. How are we gonna cheat this thing? <laughs> uh, Eric Holder, he's the worst bivalve of them all. He's uh, such a scumbag. Well, you know, this, that's
1: what this is about. Oh yeah, yeah. This is what else are they cheat for? Right, right?
0: right. How do we cheat this one? We're gonna bring them all. We in. got multiple contests. Yeah. We have to cheat. Why would he be bring, bringing them to Martha's Vineyard of all places? You know, oh, secure lockdown. Right. Nobody
1: can get in there. Press can't get in there. Find out what they're meeting about. They're gonna be talking about how they're gonna. We how they gonna, they're gonna, gonna save it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, look, if they lose this opportunity, if they lose November, that whole plot is over. Because you know if it, whether it's, you know, because the, they're going to start unraveling this stuff. And then 2024 comes along, whether it's Trump or it's DeSantis. And that swamp is going to be drained. Yeah. They know this is their only opportunity. Right. To fulfill their evil plot. Got it. And they're about it.
1: Well, let's take a quick break. Uh, it's uh, 716 out, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's Ware and Rima. We dive back into the news. Coming up.
0: One of my uh, best friends is uh, Dr. Mark havercorn We're going to be hanging out here. Uh, I actually found out when he visited me uh, a few weeks ago in the hospital that he lives fairly close to me. And he's just a really good guy. He's a native of San Antonio. He lives right here in town. He's not one of these traveling doctors that, uh, that uh, hops from city to city. He's always there at River City Oral Surgery right off of 1604. He's an oral surgeon and a medical doctor, and he offers direct patient care with prices listed on his website. This is quite different. You don't see this very often. You go to the website, RiverCityOMS.com, and all the prices for dental implants and all the uh, 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 care that is required for that, whether it's the exam or the x-ray or the post-op care, all those prices are listed up front on the website, RiverCityOMS.com. He also offers financing, and you don't need a referral, which I, I hate having to get a referral to go see a doctor. You just call up Dr. Mark at River City Oral Surgery and make an appointment. And also, it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are, whether you're a little kid or an elderly person, he can handle the the situation for you. So call my buddy Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery, 210-778-0002. Or look them up online at rivercityoms.com. Got to tell you about this
1: hacky weather, man. Look at this. We've got a flood watch through tomorrow. The rain's going to be coming and going. It's not going to be just consistent all the time. Some of these showers will be strong, heavy downpours like yesterday. Some of them will have thunder and lightning as well. This is kind of a mixed bag, and it looks like it's going to continue this way till Friday. It'll ease off a little bit on Friday. Weekend's looking better, too. 88 today and tomorrow. Right now it's seventy-five at KTSa. Seven
0: twenty-one Trey Ware Sean
1: Rima, KTSa. All right, I dare you. Dare me what? Hit me.
0: Um, this is a, a funny little story that comes to us from the Jersey Shore. Which and I, I, I as I said, uh, I told James this the other day. I've spent in the early nineties. I spent way too much time in Jersey because I was da- I was living with a woman from Jersey, from South Jersey. Uh, but the one part of New Jersey that I loved was the shore. Ocean City, New Jersey, is a great place. It's basically just one long boardwalk uh, that goes along the cor- uh, the coast, and you can walk pretty much from town to town. And so you have a community, Ocean Grove, New Jersey, uh, which uh, was swept away, much of it, uh, as a lot of the coastline was, during uh, Hurricane Sandy, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of these piers have to be rebuilt. Now... Ocean Grove, New Jersey, uh, its origins come from the Methodist Church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was originally a Methodist community that uh, built up this small town. 1869. 1869. And w- one of the piers they have, they decided to rebuild in the shape of a cross. Mm-hmm. Now, from a functional standpoint, it will allow people, more people, to go out and be on the water on this pier. But it also is a display of, uh, of the community's origins They don't have to get the funding through any government source. They're doing the funding themselves as a community, so there's no separation of church and state stuff going on. And
1: it's their property. It's
0: their property. And the next community over uh, also at one point was a Methodist enclave, Asbury Park, Mm -hmm. the infamous Asbury Park. That's right, where the hippies Uh, listen to the music. Well, and the thing about Asbury Park is that uh, uh, originally – You know, not only was it a Methodist community, but it was a predominantly black and Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. All of those folks were eventually priced out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now it is uh, basically a gay community. Sure is. LGBT, whatever the hell. And, well, they've got their panties in a wad over a cross-shaped pier. They're pink panties. (laughs) They're pink panties. And I'm not Mm anti-gay. But come on, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they feel it's hostile. Mm-hmm. Uh, once this this is, uh, uh, let's see, uh, one of the local residents, uh, Shane uh, Martin. i <laughs> I got this article from Fox. Once this pier is built like a cross, I believe there will be this will be a point of no return. Mm-hmm. To say that cross doesn't represent Christian nationalism, yep. Any, anyone who says that isn't being honest. The crucifix, the cross. I have one around my neck. You and I are both Christians. Okay, it is now, the cross itself has now become a symbol of, I don't even know what Christian nationalism is.
1: Yeah, well, he didn't, he he wouldn't elaborate, he wouldn't explain that, that would be the question you would ask. What do you mean by Christian Christian nationalism? nationalism. If you're going to throw, if you're going to throw crap out there like that, then Then explain what that means. What does that mean? You could
0: maybe, maybe make the argument it's a symbol of Roman nationalism, but not Christian nationalism. And if you don't like the damn pier, which you can only see as a cross from above, then don't walk on it. Don't walk on the freaking pier you know, if it upsets you that much. It just
1: it's just somebody looking for a reason to be triggered. That's well, all. Well, we talk yeah, about this all the I mean, time. These people walk around looking for a reason to be triggered, and he's like I I just can't believe you would you you would do this. Why would you build this here oh, in my it's neighborhood? So hostile.
0: It's awful. And and this is why I, as I always say a lot of folks who normally would be supportive of the gay community from more of a libertarian standpoint, they see snippy crap like this snippy snotty crap like this and it turns them off so what what
1: upsets you so much about the cross so the cross of christ who was love who who exemplified sacrifice for others who was all about giving to others why why does that upset you as a gay man why why does it upset gay people for a christ who walked this planet who just showed love? He healed them all. They brought them all, big and small, to him, and he healed them of their diseases and cast sure. out
0: demons. Wh- Why would that upset you? Well, and even from a social, socio-cultural standpoint, that's right. I just said socio-cultural. Uh, Jesus uh, was known for taking on the establishment, whether it was the Jewish hierarchy or the priest hierarchy, or or as the Roman, uh, you know, critical of, of certain Roman leaders, and he hung out with who? Who are the people he hung out with? Sinners. Folks who were not of uh, who were on the fringe of society. Prostitutes, tax sinners. collectors, sinners. Why hang out with uh, with the healthy? I need to hang out with the sick, so to speak. Yep. But he did. He he broke bread with the folks who were on the fringes of society. He laid his hands on lepers.
1: He went to that cross, the this gay guy, and it just the story just names one, right? So it could just be an army of one who's upset about this but
0: that's all you need these days i
1: know right so one one person weirdo right gets uh gets the media attention of all the people focused on him because he is upset that there's going to be something there that he doesn't agree with well you know what get over it that's life you know you were probably a babied as a child and your parents didn't expose you the fact that you know they're going to see and hear things that you don't agree with in life and that doesn't mean that the other people have to change what they're right. doing to to fit you. You have to get your brain right and realize that not everything in life is going to fit you.
0: But isn't this a, such a first world problem? Sure it is. Sitting in this nice expensive condo or whatever that beach house, sure. This is not a cheap place to live. Sure. but Their particular community. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that the pier next to my town is going to be but shaped see, like a cross.
1: That's the problem with a lot a lot of our country today. That's a problem. Is you get these people who are upset about somebody somebody else doing something that triggers me, and they have to change. I right. don't have to. No. I don't have to learn to get along with it. I don't see. That's the beauty of America. You know, we have all these different viewpoints, different religions, all this other different stuff. That's America, right? What he's talking about, he wants an authoritarian state to clamp down sure. and crash down and to stop people from doing stuff that upsets him. Well, to hell with you.
0: <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> Kiss my butt. Yeah. Well, actually don't. but yeah. <laughs> I don't want to you... get the monkey pox. He, he may take <laughs> you up on it. I'm just saying... <laughs> get over it get
1: over yourself i have a babylon b joke about monkeypox and vaccines that will make every person in the navy
0: really upset in the navy <laughs> don't piss off those guys <laughs> no They're way tough dudes
1: yeah they are man i'm telling you right but you're gonna,
0: t- you gonna say it when we get back or no? yeah
1: yeah we'll, uh, we'll, yeah yeah we'll get into it all right we we have to take a quick break when we come back we'll talk a little bit about mar because i did some digging into the motion you heard me go yes, through the did. motion very this morning.
0: well informed on what's going on so
1: we're going to talk about that coming up as well <laughs> It's wearing and Rhyma, KTSA. Hey, good morning. Get ready to get wet. It's wearing and Rhyma. Trey Ware, Sean Rhyma, KTSA. We do this Monday through Friday, 7 to 9. So, dug into the motion that uh, Donald Trump's lawyers filed last night. Yeah. He's requesting a special master, which is something the Attorney General should have done. I've never even heard
0: of a special master until now. Is, what exactly is that?
1: That is either a retired judge or uh an attorney like a disinterested third party and what they do is they put it together a team to go through the documents right he doesn't actually sit there and go through the documents he's in charge of it he's special master but they're disinterested in this deal they have no connection to either party and they Mm -hmm. are the ones who are supposed to be unbiased non-biased to look at this and decide that one stays this one goes back and forth right right so a couple things to keep in mind. First of all, number one, the General Services Administration, they're the one who packed the boxes in the White House. Donald Trump's not in there throwing papers in the, right. in the right. box right. i'm gonna take With
0: this tomorrow logo. sleeves rolled up you know, you know? yeah it's the
1: coach <laughs> i'm gonna take this you know so anyway it's the general services administration real easy and i'm not trying to start a conspiracy theory but it's real easy to slip somebody in there in the government in the swamp and have them put whatever documents well you yeah them, right right yeah oh wonder how that got there who huh? <laughs> so anyway they're the ones who box them up put them on the haul send them to mar-a-lago the president has nothing to do with that. So we get to where we are. And he filed a motion last night. The motion says, and I'm not going to go through it like I did at 6 this morning. That's on a podcast if you want to hear it. It says, significantly, the government has refused to provide President Trump with any reason for the unprecedented general search of his home. Well, that that in and of itself is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so They have to let you know what the hell they're Charging you with or whatever. With the, you're
1: exactly right. right. <clears throat> so January of this year, Donald Trump voluntarily asked the National Archives and Records Administration to come to Mar-a-Lago. Mm. So he reaches out to them yeah. and says, y'all need to come down here. We found 15 boxes of documents that need to go back to D.C., right? So sometime thereafter, NARA employees involved...
0: The White House. See, that's what gets me right there. That's what I was talking about in the hallway. Yep. They inv- so when they said he heard about it on the news, yep, they didn't know anything about it. They outright freaking lied.
1: Absolutely, they lied. And uh, and 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 look, uh, it's my belief that they were they they directed this entire oh, sure. thing. They ran it through Merrick Garland, but they, the White House directed this. One of the things they did, and Dershowitz lost his mind about this last night, they uh, rejected or did away with Trump's executive privilege. How do you do that? Well, <laughs> apparently a president has the authority to do that, but the problem is going forward, they're setting a precedent, and going forward, your successor will be able to Unmask everything that you said, all the private conversations you had in the White House. So, who is going to say anything now? Right. You know, who's going to tell a president something that the president needs to hear? And what president is going to say something if future presidents, you know, if, if Trump would have gone back and unmasked everything Obama said that was right. private?
0: Well, yeah, because when you're talking about how to solve problems, you have to, have to take in all ideas. You Sometimes sure do. You're going to bandy about with, uh, with ideas you that people sure might do. not like That's or might exactly th- right. think are horrible. That is the point of executive privilege. Right. That right. is the exact point of
1: executive privilege. People need to know that they can come to the president and say anything. Yeah. Mr. President. Blah 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 blah. Right. You know, and whatever you say is covered and protected and and kept quiet. You you should not have succeeding presidents come along. And go, oh, well, we're going to expose everything. But that's what this White House did, and that opened up the ability for the DOJ then to go get the subpoena, to get the warrant, to go to Mar-a-Lago. Right. But that was in Damn. that was in January that Trump called them. Then on and when I say Trump, I'm talking about his people. Sure, sure, yeah. But under his direction? Yeah. Okay. On June 2nd, he then invited the FBI to come to Mar-a-Lago to retrieve responsive documents. He invited them. On June 3rd, Jay Bratt, that name is familiar because he was involved in Crossfire Hurricane, <sighs> Russian collusion, he was involved. Right. Jay Bratt, counterintelligence and export control section of the Justice Department National Security Division, shows up at Mar-a-Lago, three FBI agents in tow. Mm. Trump and an attorney for Trump met them in the dining room at Mar-a-Lago. Quote, before leaving the group, President Trump's last words to Mr. Bratt, and the FBI agents were, quote, whatever you need, just let us know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Um, it just gets worse, man. It does. Responsive documents were then given to the FBI agents. In other words, the ones they asked for. Here right. you go. Right. Take them. They're yours. <clears throat> Mr. Brad asked to inspect a storage room counsel for president trump advised the group that president trump said absolutely if they want to go to a storage room i don't care they have a run of the place they can go anywhere they want to take them to the storage room they go to the storage room uh they had two secret service agents in tow the storage room contained boxes many of them had clothing and personal effects of the trumps in those boxes there were some <laughs> right, documents right. when their inspection was completed the group left once they were back in the dining room one of the fbi agents said you didn't have to show us that thank you very much for showing us that then uh, the counsel for trump closed that interaction by saying here's my card call me anything that you need anytime we will supply it to you right they called back a couple of days later and said, hey, could you put a lock on that door? Absolutely. Trump ordered a lock at his expense. Not the government's expense, his expense. Put that lock on that door right away. Then they called back and they said, can you send us the video footage of the camera that's trained on that door? Absolutely. Trump sends <laughs> the video footage. Right. So in, in every respect, and then they show up on August 8th, they show up at 6 a.m., with CNN cameras in tow to go in there and get these boxes out. But all along the way, Sean, it's been Trump that has been active toward them to get them the documents that they need. Whatever you need, here it is. So all they had to do was ask if yeah. he would have supplied it to them.
0: Look, all they're managing to do, they're, they're trying to torpedo him. They're trying to take him down. And you know what? They're just building him up. The more people learn about this, and people who support Trump read, and they follow the news. They're not like these idiots that watch CNN or whatever the hell. Okay, the moron crowd. Okay, and and all they're doing is re-electing Donald Trump with this thing. And the fact that they don't see that means after years of going after this guy, they still don't get him, do they? Nope. They really just don't get the man. They don't understand him. He mystifies them because they expect him, they routinely expect him to respond like a typical politician, and he never does. He was completely cooperative as far as everything we're seeing. This is all a matter of, this is not conjecture. No, this is record. This is not, this is not, uh, oh, we're just pulling this out of our butts. This is a matter of historical record yes. at this point. This, this is precisely a filing. Precisely how it went down. Yes. And uh, if you're a Democrat or a Biden supporter, understand, again, okay, since day one, the Biden administration has maintained, <clears throat> has maintained they knew nothing about this. Correct. Because the DOJ is separate and autonomous. We saw it on CNN. We saw it on the news. Obama Whoa. used to say that crap all the time. He sure We did. saw it on the news. That's right. Well, wow, you're connected. But yeah. when they, every time they said that, they lied. So, they were involved in this neck deep. Who who has dis, Who has been
1: disappeared since August 8th? <laughs> Joe Biden. Where the hell is he? Isn't that interesting? Since August 8th, he has been out of the public eye. Kamala... Is gone too. She's in Hawaii. That's right, right on vacation. They're both gone and since all this broke and all this started to happen. They both have disappeared off the plane. Well, one's in Rio, both, and the others in in Kauai. Whatever. Well, yeah, they they have been removed from the the headlines and right. the news. And, and while this is going on, uh, it, it's it, to me, and you know, sure, let's start a conspiracy theory. To me. I've always felt like they found documents there that would implicate them. Yeah. And so what they had to do was they had to go in and get those documents. Problem is now, how many of them been put through the incinerator? I don't know. Yeah. And that's, that's why, why that's Trump, Trump is,
0: wants him to produce
1: the documents. Absolutely. And, and don't say that they're beyond that, because, look, this is the, the swamp that has done everything to, to snare him for right. six years now. They've been trying to get him on something. Every time you turn around, this, this group is setting him up, setting him up, setting him up. And this is the very same group that gave a pass to Hillary for absolutely destroying documentation and pay- taking hammers to cell phones so that nobody could look in the cell
0: phone. You remember when all that was going on? I, I'm sure you got calls. I get calls from folks who had who worked in some capacity for the government, had some sense of clearance or some level of clearance. And they said, if I had destroyed one email that was classified, I'd have, I'd have been in jail. Lower level people. Lower level people. Yeah. Secretary of State destroys what 36,000 emails. We don't even have to we don't have to
1: guess about that. You remember cuz I had the mama on, I can't remember her name, but I had her had her on, the mama of a na- navy man who took pictures. Yeah. All he did oh, was yeah. take pictures that's of the a, ship oh, oh, he was right. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he went to the brig right. for taking pictures of the ship he was on. That's all he did. Yeah. And off to the brig the man goes and she fought for a long We had we had his mama on several times right. to talk about that. For the exact, you know, he did a he, uh, top secret ship and all this stuff, and he goes to the brig.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a it's a scam. It's the swamp, and I I think you're right. I think they probably were looking for stuff that might incriminate them. I also think it was a setup to to damage him, but it's not working. It's very obviously not working with his base at all. Because I'm his Christian base. Saucier. Christ, what is it? Christian Saucier. That's who oh, that right, was. Right, the Navy right. man.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I, uh, I, I believe you're right. I think it's just uh, serving to fire people up they want to run against Donald Trump because they don't have anything here in the midterms. They took Donald, uh, they took Joe Biden off the, the the radar screen. Nobody's thinking about Joe Biden right now, but you see, it's not going to work. And here is why it's not going to work: people are still having to put gas in their trucks, yeah, and people are still having to buy groceries for the baby, and that's when they're reminded about it. What a terrible, terrible job Joe Biden has
0: done, yeah. And the uh, Democrats, again, all this, in my opinion, is just serving to either reelect Donald Trump or elect Ron DeSantis, yeah, uh, in twenty twenty four and Hopefully, uh, to you know, everybody's got to show up. in well, November, well, of you know. Course. What what it's also
1: doing is showing what a swamp the upper yeah. echelon is. You in the Department of Justice, and how it just needs to be totally taken apart. Totally, t- the next president. The people, it's not the system,
0: but are the people who inhabit the system. Absolutely. You know what. They're S-hole
1: people. Yeah. They, they need to be. The next president in January 2025 needs to start right there and fire all of them. Yep, I concur. All right, got to tell you about my friends at Dietz Tractor. You know I love my tractors from Dietz Tractor Company. been going there for years now, and Dietz Tractor is your local LS tractor dealer, and they've got huge savings off the new LS tractors right now. It's blue ribbon savings time at Dietz Tractor in Seguin, and you're going to get up to $500 off the MT1, XJ, and M2 mt2 series tractors and up to a thousand dollars off select series of ls tractors best tractor that's out there, man. It does the job for you. Plus, there's special financing with approved credit. Now, this is a limited time. It's only going to be around for a little bit of time, so check out com right now, or head over to Dietz Tractor. That's exit 609 up there in off of I-10. Dale, Mark, the whole team up there ready to take care of you. And right now, get $500 off the MT1 and XJ and MT2 series tractors, and up to $1,000 off select series of LS tractors. Blue Ribbon savings, Dietz Tractor, you're going to feel like you won best in show. That's right there at Dietz Tractor in Seguin. Well, it's August
0: 23rd. What day is it? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you what day it is. It's Tuesday. It's uh, National Cheap yeah. Flight Day. Cheap Flight Day? Are there any of those left? No. There I don't aren't. know what you're talking what about. What do you do on this day? <laughs> yes. National Cheap Flight Day. <laughs> it's National Sponge Cake Day. Mm. I like Sponge Cake. Uh huh. Don Morgan, you like sponge cake? Uh-huh. Who the no. hell don't like sponge cake? Well, it, for him, if you put a little
1: kale on it, he'll eat it. A little kale on your sponge cake yeah, day. A little lettuce, tomato. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he put a picture up the other day. He his wife I, took I, it to the steakhouse. It, yes. He had to set across from a cow. Because the <laughs> cow was still alive, wasn't it, it? It
0: was it had stopped running long enough for her to consume it.
1: Yeah. So. She likes, huh? yeah, likes a it rare, huh? A little bit. Touch yeah. the steak and it moves, you know. That's right. so how I like and it. And he he put up that they always bring the steak to
0: him and the salad to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sexist, ah. right? How sexist is that? Yeah. Uh, it's Hug Your Sweetheart Day. Uh-huh. So be hugging on your sweetheart. You betcha. And if you ain't got a sweetheart, be hugging on yourself. Mm, you should do that every day.
1: You should hug your sweetheart every day.
0: You should hug your sweetheart every day. Mm-hmm. And finally, it's Buttered Corn Day. Okay, I like buttered corn. I like I corn like in corn. any way. I like. I was. We were talking. Uh, just the What were we talking about? Uh, corn, oh, corn in the cup. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite damn things in the world. I know. Man. I know. Cream corn. Cream co- corn in the cup with mm-hmm. everything on it.
1: Gary Busey, by the way, speaking of uh, hugging yourself, Gary, B- <laughs> <laughs> Gary Busey. getting a corn
0: of a cup, Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, hugging, hugging yourself. Yeah. And, well, that too, yeah. hugging yourself. Well, Gary I, I, Busey said he didn't do it. Right. Nothing happened. There was a photographer there. Those girls were there for 10 seconds. He did not try to take her bra off or pinch her rear end. Mm. And then part two to the story was, and, and he was booked on those charges, by Yeah, the way. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, part two to the story was he was found on a park bench with his pants down.
0: <laughs> I heard, was Ketiga. this in Jersey as well? No, it was right there in California. In California. So came, left the, Sitting uh, left on the a bench with his pants it
1: down. Stood looking around to see if anybody was watching, and he stood up and lit a cigar.
0: A very Clinton-esque. You know, he's just a weird dude.
1: He really is. I
0: need to call my friend or message my friend and see if she experienced anything <laughs> weird with him. Because Might I had have friends from high school that were hanging all over him in New Jersey.
1: Well, he, uh, you know, uh, he banged his head pretty good on the motorcycle fall so it could be something to do with that
0: he's always been a little off since then
1: he's not been the same a little goofy
0: no i mean he wasn't exactly the most sane dude before before. (laughs) and then he gets a bop on a noggin there and he's even worse motorcycle bop on a head man that'll get you for a while but don't you think he also kind of plays up the weird don't you think he kind of plays up the weird of course he does gary Busey thing like you do no, I'm actually weird. I'm actually, I'm a, I'm actually that smart Whatever.
1: Up. No, you're not. <laughs>
0: Quick break. More weird Rhyme coming up, KTSA. The... in Rhyme, 7 till 9, News
1: Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hey, so uh, I got an actual letter in the mail. Uh-oh. I mean, like, a truck brought it here, dropped it off, got my name on it, Trey Ware, KTSA, right? What's that little sticky thing on it? So i know that, right call that a stamp i think isn't that weird wow i don't see uh let's see who that is i can't oh george washington and a um, and the medal of valor wow that's pretty cool wow. so anyway uh, so i open it up and you, you never really know what people are gonna well, say white powder drops out of it well don't, yeah, don't even go there <laughs> trey very disappointed the disrespect you're showing hunter biden as you know jill is the first lady Hunter is not just the crackhead kid. He is the first crackhead kid. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> the
0: first crackhead
1: kid. Sorry, I'll start referring to him. As the a, first crackhead kid. I left kid. that
0: part out. I, I apologize. He's the, the first, first prostitute buying crack smoking <laughs> kid.
1: <laughs> Who slept with his dead brother's <sighs> widow. No, you have yeah, to bring I, that up. I know, you but have to so icky. I mean, he moved on in. Two weeks. I mean, you know, he had his eye on that before. And two weeks after he's dead, watching his brother die of brain cancer. Now that's not an easy one to die. I
0: know. And he's
1: watching his brother die from that, and he just moves on in. She wanted you
0: as well, I guess. I mean, you know. Well,
1: maybe, but she's probably a a little vulnerable, right? He's a
0: scumbag. He really is. He's just scuzz. Yes. (laughs) He's like you go. He's beyond the bottom of the barrel. Nah. He's the scuzz. He's outside the barrel. Beneath the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) You have to go through layers of other scuzz to get to his scuzz. You have to flip over the barrel and look on the bottom. Bottom of of the barrel. And then you got to scrape the scuzz to get to his level. level The barnacles. You have
1: to get the barnacles off.
0: He's scuzz, man. That's right. So we were just talking off the
1: air because (laughs) more on this Mar-a-Lago thing is it comes up, one thing that really got me this morning as I was watching the 430 News and ABC did their story, um, after Donald Trump filed this motion yesterday, which clearly showed that he was the aggressor in trying to return those documents, time after time, he's getting in touch with Washington, he's reaching out to Washington, because he didn't pack up those documents. No. It was the GSA that put those documents in a box, loaded them on a U-Haul, sent them to Mar-a-Lago. Hello! Think about that for a minute. (laughs) Can you say plant? (laughs) but anyway so he's the one as they're discovering these documents who's getting trump is calling washington and saying hey you need to send somebody down here send some people down here they come they take a few things and leave a whole bunch of other stuff behind right 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 and then they come and do their their raid thing so donald trump files this motion last night explaining that in a lawsuit and if he wins this lawsuit fbi doj they're in a whole lot of trouble but uh They leak a story. The DOJ leaks a story now out to the New York Times that Haberman puts up last night. Now all the TV's running with it, except for Fox News, but all the TV's running with it. 300 classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. Trump had 300 classified documents. But in none of those reports, and this just chapped my butt this morning, <laughs> none of these documents say anything, or these news reports say anything about him trying to get those documents back to D.C.
0: Nope. Nope. They oddly leave that out of the story. Well, but, you know, they're out, that, that, that's, just, that, that's not shocking. I, I've heard uh, the same thing on ABC over and over again about this whole thing. And we just saw you and I were just giving the uh, the uh, TV the finger, or I was actually because yeah. they had Adam Schiff on there. We're not going to say which channel, but Adam Schiff was on there talking about how he these documents could have been they are classified, very dangerous for him to have in his possession. Uh, they're going from the perspective of it's a foregone conclusion he's guilty of some thing, uh, but clearly by the by what Donald Trump uh, handed down yesterday. Uh, uh, shows he was, as you said, aggressively cooperative. At every turn in his interactions with the FBI and his own lawyers, he's saying, what do you need? If you need this, come and get it. Uh, His own lawyer gave him the cards to the the FBI guys, who were the same guys, as you pointed out, who were behind the Russian hoax thing. Uh, And the lawyer gives him his card and said, look, anything you need, just call me and we'll make it happen. 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day.
1: You let me know and we'll be on. It wasn't like they couldn't call at 3 a.m. and say, hey, can you? No, no. So uh, the point is, if you put in the part about him being the aggressor and trying to get the documents back to D.C., it totally changes that 300 top-secret document story, oh, yeah. doesn't it? Well, absolutely it totally does. totally changes it. So what I think happened here, and uh, correct me if, if if you don't think the same thing, I think this was a plant, a political hit. Uh, the, obviously, they wanted to uh, smear him once again. You know, they wanted to get yeah. after him. Uh, so here they are. They, I'm thinking some of these documents, some of these top-secret documents, either were planted or and... Both had implications mm. against the the deep state, and now that he's suing them, because see, they got away with this for a hundred years. They they've been doing this to people for a hundred years.
0: The deep state, <laughs> but has. they ain't never done it to Donald Trump. Bingo, Obama, <clears throat> and Donald Trump. You know he's the Teflon president. They, I, I'm telling you, I've always said this. They the, he mystifies them. They don't get him. They don't get him because they don't get how he won that election. Uh, even though they put the cheat in then. Uh, they don't know why he was so successful. They don't know why he's so beloved by the American people. Uh, and they don't know why they can't get something on him. They can't take him. To, you can't take that guy down. Again, in the Mar-a-Lago thing, it's obviously a political setup because he was cooperating every step of the way. Think about and that. And now, and again, refresh my mind on this. We, we now know that the White House... Uh, yes. knew of all of this yes the okay so uh the
1: the, the national archives right naira is their, as is they're called uh they contacted the white house when they found out that there were documents there that existed under presidential privilege right right and they contacted the white house and said to the to the president are you going to waive the executive privilege over donald trump's documents they're not God. they're not his documents they're donald trump's documents right, right? And uh, are, are they going to remain sealed under executive privilege? And the White House said, "Oh no, wink, wink, you do with it as you will, wink, wink, nod, nod." So they said, "Yeah, we're we're waiving that executive privilege, and we're now removing, if you will, executive privilege from those documents." And so we're going to go get them.
0: So, so every time they said, "We don't know anything about this," the lying. president learned about it on the news. They he was not briefed on the on the raid. They were absolutely lying. I think they directed it. Well, I do, too. I, I think they yeah, ran yeah. the operation out of the White House. Certainly, I believe that. Look, they did the same thing with these soccer moms showing up at, uh, you got at these uh, PTA school meetings. Let's these, remind everybody uh, about meetings. that.
1: Let's remind everybody, because that, that's when the FBI went to Virginia and said, these are you know domestic terrorists who are down here. These are the soccer moms who are at the school board meetings, upset about what their kids are being taught, and upset that a boy dressing like a girl is raping another girl. <laughs> In school, remember? Yeah, oh yeah. And they, you know, so so what the White House did or what the administration did was they had the organization down there write a letter back to the Justice Department complaining about these parents. But the letter actually started at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Well, yeah, they helped
0: craft it. They did. Because they wanted to demonize these parents. That's right. Uh, and they worked in conjunction with the FBI and the DOJ to make that happen. So they've, they've done this sort of thing before. I mean, yes. we have recent examples of the weaponization of the FBI uh, and the DOJ for political reasons. They have a track record of it. They do. So it, it's not beyond imagination to say, well, yeah, they orchestrated this as well. And you don't
1: have to go back to 1946. You don't have to go back to 1963. You don't have to go back to 1986. All you got to do is go back to James Comey, and their, the group that he headed up, who these same guys who are running this Mar-a-Lago raid, these same guys, they're the ones who went to the FISA court. They're the ones who changed the documents at the FISA court in order to get the FISA judges to unveil Carter Page so they could spy on Donald Trump's campaign the first time he ran yeah,
0: for president. They're, scum, they're,
1: they're scumbags. They, that's the same guys we're talking about. We're not talking about you guys out there that are listening right now that are field agents in Texas. We're not talking about you. That's not the problem. The problem is in D.C. with those guys who are nothing but – political swamp creatures
0: oh the field agents here in texas i, get, I guarantee you are well aware of that <laughs> And they're fantastic guys yeah. they're
1: keeping us safe from from terrorists who are coming right. across the border right. they're doing a great job keeping our families protected every single day the stuff they stop here at a local level that we never even hear about but keep it from happening to to sure. texans all the time they're doing a wonderful job it's the political leadership in dc that yeah. stinks to high
0: heaven and i bet you right now there's a lot of fbi agents across the country that are equal is disgusted all by right. this, but I would they're probably so. not saying anything about it. I would think so. But, yeah. uh, you know, this reflects on all of them. It's not true of all of them, but it reflects on all of yeah, them. Yeah, it does. Because people see FBI illegally raiding Donald Trump's right. personal residence. Right. And, and they make that assumption for all FBI agents. Yep. All right, quick break. More Warren Rhyme coming up.
1: Had a great conversation this morning with my friend, Wes Bunch, the CEO of Bridgehead IT. Bridgehead IT is your IT services company. And by the way, he was talking about how to save money when you're printing a lot of stuff. And it really was great stuff. It's on their website, bridgeheadit.com. See, they do that. It's not just the big, complicated jobs, although they're great at the big, complicated jobs. Like, you can't figure out why this is not printing right or why this isn't working correctly or why this isn't, whatever, right? Computer doesn't come on. You get the blue screen of death or whatever. You just call Bridgehead IT or shoot them an email, bridgeheadit.com, or on the phone at 210-477-7999. They're the problem solvers. They fix it. Cybersecurity is a big deal, okay? And your company is under attack all the time. Now, you may not know it. Sometimes the attack is not successful. Uh, other times it is. And when the attack is successful, it can completely wipe your company out, not not being hyperbolic with that. This ransomware stuff can completely shut you down, and that's it. Your company's done and over with. You need 24-hour protection, and that's what Bridgehead IT can do for you, and so much more when it comes to IT services. Bridgehead IT 210-477-7999. And that AccuWeather <laughs> forecast flash flood watch through tomorrow yeah, the rain like we had yesterday is basically off and on all week long kind of like that kind of cool we needed the rain right 88 for your high today and tomorrow 75 right now ktsa.com
0: go ahead hit me go ahead progressive activist nina turner um one of I, the things I can nina <laughs> one of the things uh, the Biden administration that can i can nina see how you are yeah uh, one of the things the Biden administration is trying to swindle young people into voting for them is this college debt for federal, you know, if you've got a federal <sighs> loan for your college tuition, yeah. we'll forgive it, champ. Yeah. scot Free mm-hmm. and uh, Nina Turner, who is an idiot, uh, tweets, uh, if FYI, mm. student debt cancellation isn't paid for by the taxpayers. Right. The federal government is the lender. <laughs> <laughs> it's costlier not to forgive the debt. Oh, uh, whatever. And um, immediately people uh. started pouncing on her like. Um, <laughs> so the federal where, government where has a tree. Federal, where does the federal government get the money to lend? The in money the first tree place?
1: that's in front of the White House.
0: You've seen it. You've been there. Oh, that's right. There's, There's a money a big tree. Old fat money tree. Yeah, they just you go just, there and pick it every morning. Pick billions of dollars yes, right off the damn tree. Exactly right. That's where it comes from. Doesn't come from you and me. No. It comes I, from the, the money tree. I'm sorry, man, but if you take on a loan, it's your damn responsibility to pay the damn thing well, see, off. See, and and here's the side that they will never
1: address. Right. All the people that busted their butts to pay their loan back,
0: right? You're giving them the finger, and and it's just because and because young people are also peeling away from the Biden administration big time. Blacks, Hispanics, and young people are peeling off, and yeah. these are three groups right. that Democrats feel they can always depend on. So, how do you get young people in college to continue voting for you? You, you, you try to swindle them. Sure, you do with this debt forgiveness crap yeah, you bribe it, has, it's it, has, bribe. it has nothing to do with well we don't want to burden these young people we need them uh, in their professions and blah blah. it's a bribe, blah, blah. It's, it's, a bribe.
1: it's all it is so it's a political bribe to these young people who 73 percent last week in a survey said we don't want this joe biden guy right he's nuts we so you know,
0: this nina turner chick can shut her mouth yeah. i mean that's ridiculous i mean where where does the money come from sweetheart where does it come from to to the federal government but that's a, so the always, federal government produces nothing
1: that's, that's always how liberals think though it, right. is that you know uh, the hard working people of the country they don't do anything to contribute to anything this just the money just magically appears right, and it's right. just there
0: you know right so no uh, sorry
1: you you made your deal you decided you were going to go to college get brainwashed in a college these days right. cuz they do it from Kindergarten now, all the way to the time they're graduating them. You decided you were going to do that. You decided to use money to do that. Somebody else's money. You owe them that money. You pay them back. I don't care what you got to do to do it. You it's, pay them back. That's
0: life. That's what all the people say. Yeah. <laughs> And they, I, I've really come around to the whole idea that they really are about the business of indoctrinating people from kindergarten all the way through college. All the way through.
1: When you think about it, and I've, I've been studying this a long time, they have a pipeline, right? So mm. all, all of them are unionized schools, right? Right. And they have a pipeline that puts these kids in. Now it's pre-K moves them all the way through in that same unionized pipeline using the same old stuff that they're pounding in their heads. Not two plus two equals four. That's not what they're teaching them anymore, right? Well, no. It's all about teaching them that the white guy's bad, that you, you you, you come to school as Billy and you go home as Stacy <laughs> and, and 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 all that stuff that's on your body is is a symbol of white supremacy. Yeah. I mean that's the kind of stuff that they're jamming into their heads.
0: Well, it's. And I hate to say I've seen it with my own daughter, but I have. You know, she's got one more. She started uh, her you know classes yesterday. She's got one more year of college, and we were talking about this yesterday because I think in a school district in Wisconsin had said, "Hey, we're, we're, they voted to ban." all political messaging in the classroom so no BMM uh, BLM flags no pride flags now no you know support the badge flags as well but no politics in the classroom uh, because they said it's 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 hindering them and we had a guy call up from uh, he was an older gentleman who, who had graduated in the, in the 60s and James and I both agreed that you know a, a, a get graduate a high school degree in the 60s was probably more akin to what a college degree is now. Because they're just not being taught the basic stuff when they graduate. And I've seen it with my own daughter how certain political opinions uh, are just ingrained in her. And And we didn't have an argument, but when she was out here, I said, look, I just want you to understand why you think what you think. I don't want you to sound like you don't know what you're talking about. Because there's a lot of things that she was talking to me about that, I, I, frankly, she didn't know what she was talking
1: about. I have two family members that went through the exact same thing. They were raised by very grounded, patriotic, America loving right. families, right? Right. And they went to two separate colleges four years, came back. They hated this country and everything about right. it. Right. It took four years for these two major colleges to totally transform their brains to hating this country and and the people of this country and right. everything in this country is what made this country great. It they, they were taught that in four years. Imagine now they get them in pre K and that's why you know Julian Comi Castro wanted no. pre K for SA for the entire country so he could teach his communism to them right. all the way through. Make little baby commies out of them. When you graduate <laughs> them, they're commies full full on. My daughter's a communist. She's a hippie. I didn't, I didn't say that. She's
0: a hippie. I didn't say that. I am.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick break. More Weir coming up. i got to get a word in here for Amogee Bank. Your family bank is Amogee Bank to take care of all of your family's needs. That could just be your personal family business, which is awesome, too. Of course, you know, mortgages and loans for cars and things of that nature. Amogee handles all that all day long. Accounts for your money, to park your money and make sure your money's safe. Help your money grow, your, your family's money. Uh, various cards you might need, et cetera talking about kids going away to school and giving them a card that they can use for you know debit card and all that they can do all that at amagy with their specialty what they're really good at is family-run businesses which is one of the most rewarding things you can possibly do and every bit of the economy right now says get something else going build your own business be your own boss get your side thing going and build it into something big and that's where Amogee can come in family-run businesses they're a little challenging sometimes because you get you know conflict in there and stuff like that hey listen they understand family conflict resolution they understand getting you connected to the right people that can help your business grow and then funding it I mean they're a bank so they can fund whatever you're doing they can handle it at Amogee that's Amogee N-A member FDIC equal housing lender